You are listening to Practical Business Expert Interviews, brought to you by London and Home Counties members of UKBA, the UK-wide Business Advisors Network. Welcome to the first in this series of Business Insight Interviews. In each episode, one of our advisors identifies a common business challenge or opportunity and provides his or her top three steps to achieving a successful outcome. I'm Suzanne Currid, and today I'm joined by Stephen Coburn, who's our expert in succession planning. Stephen is here today to offer his take on the top issue that often affects family-run businesses and the steps that can be taken to deal with this transition effectively. Hello, Stephen. Hi, Suzanne. Stephen, why, to your mind, is succession planning such a big challenge for family businesses? I think it's a big challenge because it's an interplay between two competing forces, the business system and the family system. And let me try and illustrate that with a case study. A business wants to expand, but is being held back by the founder. There's a need for a new MD to manage the expansion and probably restructure the business at the same time. So the founder has a series of tasks to do. He needs to think about the business, the strengths and weaknesses of the company, to look at market threats and opportunities before writing a candidate spec, then identifying a short list of candidates and interviewing. Now all of those sort of tasks, the founder will feel in his comfort zone, looking outwards and exploiting the need for change assuming, of course, he believes in the need for change in the first place. All that can be challenging enough, but in family businesses there's another hurdle, and that's managing the family system. And generally this is much more emotional. We're talking here about relationship management and a natural desire for the older generation to be fair and equitable to the next. This requires more introspection, and possibly a desire to minimise change to maintain the balance within the family. So what does all this mean? Let's get back to the case study. I'm talking to the founder at the moment about retirement, as the perception is he's now a blocker to progress. There's a bit of bitterness too that he draws a salary that's disproportionate to his current contribution. In addition, the management team, comprising family and non-family members, want to know what the future looks like for them. In addition, two other sons of the founder have shares but aren't involved in the business itself. To date, there's been no easy mechanism to have any discussion about the future. Given that this is a fairly typical scenario, it's no wonder that succession planning is a challenge in a family business. And the upshot is that succession planning gets put into the too difficult box to be dealt with on another day, and matters tend to drift. And repeated surveys have shown that the vast majority of family businesses have no plans for succession, posing a serious commercial risk in the event of a major shock to the company. So Stephen, is this what is called the founder's trap? Absolutely. And so let's unpick some of the elements from the case study. The founder might be doing nothing because it appears to be the safest option. He's effectively saying that there are so many factors that could torpedo my legacy 
that it's actually better to stay on and do nothing. Or the founder might be saying that no one else could run the business as well as him, so there's no point in planning for succession. In a different client, a variation on this theme was demonstrated several years ago when the founder handed over to someone else who was doomed to fail because there was no support for this new MD, giving the MD the chance to come back and save the business. And part of the conversation I'm having with the case study founder is to establish the mindset that he holds. So that's really interesting, Stephen. Um, what steps do you think a family business needs to implement in order to sidestep this particular challenge? Well, Suzanne, I would suggest three steps. I think the first is to get family governance right. And by that I mean to create a family council to get family members used to talking to each other about the business and hearing about progress. Then the next stage might be to create a task force within the family to draft a family constitution which summarises the core policies on how the family want to interact with the business. So in the context of succession planning, one policy might be to have an agreed retirement age for the MD. My second step would be to plan early. We know that succession is a predictable problem. And having a written succession plan based around a future date provides a focus for financial planning and getting money out of the business to fund retirement. Planning also allows time to identify and prepare future leaders to take over the running of the business. And even if you're thinking about selling the business, it's likely to take up to 18 months to prepare it for sale. And my third point would be to consider hiring a coach stroke consultant to do four things. The first would be to facilitate the family council and create a tailor-made constitution that's right for the family. The second would be to act as a sounding board for your own thoughts, fears and aspirations. Thirdly, to coach the incoming generation to manage the gap between where they currently are and the needs of the business as they take over. And finally, to find an interim solution if the next generation are either not ready or not interested. Thank you, Stephen, for sharing your insights with us today on managing succession in a family business. I hope you, the listener, have taken something positive from Stephen's comments that will prove useful to both you and your family business. For initial confidential and complimentary chat, why not talk to Stephen on 07974-425361. That's 07974-425361. Or you can also email Stephen at stephen.copen, that's S-T-E-P-H-E-N dot C-O-W-B-U-R-N at hcba.co.uk. It just leaves me to say goodbye and thank you to Stephen. And I hope you'll join us again soon for another interview offering practical business advice from our team of experts. For more practical business advice online, why not visit us at www.lgba.co.uk.